Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Welcome into Scout's Eye on College Football. It is Monday, the 21st. An early happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And what a weekend it was in Week 12 in college football. So we head to rivalry week and a lot still to be determined. What a weekend Week 12 was. It is these weekends, we say it so often, that you don't expect a whole lot of it because there's not a lot of excitement going into some of these matchups. But here's what happens. It's the pressure of the moment. What's at stake, even if it's not a game that's a big game, it's a big game if you're a contender and you have to win it to keep your playoff rankings alive. And that's where it starts and usually sometimes where it ends. And Case in point, Tennessee. No one, including myself, did not think South Carolina was going to be good enough to score enough points to beat Tennessee, even though Tennessee's defense has been more than vulnerable. It's looked very shaky throughout the season. No question about that. But it's one of those things that happen. And it happens every year. And we should expect it now. So, it is uh, certainly leads the topic of what happened and what does it mean now for the playoffs as we're going to get a very unique. Last week it was no drama in how the rankings were going to come out. Uh, this this coming week uh, is going to be quite interesting to see where things play out, although I think it's going to be Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, then LSU and USC. How far does Tennessee drop? Going to be real interesting to see. But as it relates to Tennessee, South Carolina, what happened? Look, I can tell you, big picture, I just alluded to it. You're under pressure. You've got everybody focusing in on you. You've got playoff potential and the pressure that comes with it. And, yeah, there's a lot of talk about what happened off the field and uh, Hendon Hooker and Banks, Jeremy Banks, altercation, an issue, and it caused all the problems. I think people tend to look for the simple answer of, well, what happened? There's no way that South Carolina could beat this Tennessee team. Tennessee looks unstoppable. And it's an indication that even really good teams are vulnerable to some degree. In the case of Tennessee, though, it's as simple as this. This is a really outstanding offensive team that's built off tempo, to set up the run game and the explosive vertical passing game. If somebody 
or something causes a problem, you don't have to derail it. You just have to slow that down. If that happens, there you go. I've said that if you're an imbalanced team, if you're focused heavily on one aspect, then you're vulnerable because there's no other way to win other than their way. And if you look at it, Georgia punched them in the mouth. South Carolina did a really good job defensively of slowing down and creating some narrower throwing windows for Hendon Hooker across the middle. The corner plays pretty good at South Carolina. Got some talent there, both of them. But it didn't stop Tennessee. But it was South Carolina's offense and an outstanding performance by Spencer Rattler in this offensive unit that, look, had scored 18 touchdowns all year long. Nine. Nine, as in one less than 10. One more than eight. Nine Saturday night. That's a stretch that you can't believe. I mentioned on a Tennessee show earlier in breaking the game down for him, there's about four or five wild throws by Spencer Rattler through the course of the year, meaning plays that you look at when you break down as a coach and a scout, you say, wow, look at that throw. He had 13 of them against Tennessee. He was on fire. He was unconscious. He was like that basketball player that you shoot. And the, the, the rim looked like it was, you know, the size of a, you know, a, a, a barrel. I mean, he just, you just couldn't miss. He could miss. He was outstanding. And this Tennessee defense, which has looked really poor most of the year, but not many offenses could take advantage of it, it really exposed Tennessee. And because their defense is on the field so many snaps, it just made it worse and worse. They couldn't get off the field at all. Get off the field once or twice, and maybe they got a fighting chance. No chance. So it puts more pressure on the offense. It's like they felt they needed to score, not every time, but score 10 points on the drive. You, you just you can only do so much. When you get to the highest level, when you play the best team, and this is not a good team. This is a South Carolina team that played great. Not a great team, but a team that played great for one night. If you run into a team like that, or if you run into a really good team towards the end of the season as Tennessee's was getting to this point, I was expecting this to happen to Tennessee in the playoffs, not against South Carolina. They're so one-dimensional. They don't have the ability with the defense struggling to play physical line of scrimmage football that can control the game, keep the defense off the field. They don't have an alternative way to win. Elite teams, the best teams, have a varied toolbox. They can do a lot of different things to win games. Georgia didn't play well against Missouri. They didn't play well against Kentucky, but they found a way to win. Okay, you're going to take away our tight ends, Kentucky. We're going to run the football. You take you take away the run game, we're going to throw it to the tight ends. We're going to throw it to the receivers. We're going to defend the run. We're going to play good pass coverage. You can't stop everything. When you're really good and you've got a lot of things you can do well. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are more capable of beating a wider range of teams. When you're a narrow-focused team like Tennessee, you're going to likely get exposed. It doesn't mean you can't win it all. It just means you've got a narrower path. That means everything has to go right. Well, that's not everything going to go right for 12 weeks plus a conference championship game plus two playoff games. Trust me, I have been there, done it, coached it, scouted it for 40 years now, and it never goes that way all the time. It's not how good your good game is. It's how good your bad games are. How effective you can be when things are not going well. Maybe it's a bad day for you. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're facing somebody else that's just having that magical day. What can you do to overcome that? And that was my take on Tennessee. Tough to see Hendon Hooker go out with an injury as his college career is over. And Tennessee's playoff hopes appear dashed as well. Um, what a reminder before we get into the uh, rest of the action that I think was pivotal of the weekend. want to remind you again, it's so great to be on with our friends with the Big Game Podcast Network. Scout's eye on college football. You can catch us as we're getting towards the end of the season now, but um, we've been excited about bringing you kind of a recap of what's happened on a national perspective on college football. Um, be sure to check out the Big Game College Football Streaming Network, where you can find America's best independent college football podcast. Scout's Eye on College Football is what we bring you, and we appreciate you joining us. Also, I'd like to ask you to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, where you can get all of our football content, college and NFL. LandryFootball.com is also where you want to go to get detailed film room analysis of the college and pro game. So some other Thoughts is we're going to get into a little bit about this week and what's going to happen, because in addition to big games, we've got folks, it's going to heat up. The coaching news is going to happen by week 10, and we're going to get you prepared for that here in a second. But uh, TCU, another case of coming back, finding ways to win. Oh, but it's their luck's going to run out this or that. Look, they may not win at all. I don't know that they're going to beat Kansas. I think they're going to play Kansas State in the conference championship game. That's how I think it's going to play out. And I don't know that they win that game. And people will say, well, they're living on bar time. It's this and that. Look, they're finding ways to win. And they knew that they were going to face a Baylor team that was coming off a bad performance last week. 
and against the aforementioned Kansas State. And I knew they were going to respond in a positive way at home. And they did. Give them credit for getting it done. Michigan, struggling to throw the football. Going to be a problem against Ohio State if they can't throw it better and if they don't have a healthy Blake Corum. But they found a way to just be effective enough to beat Illinois. And we talked a little bit about Georgia. Um, no, it wasn't style points against Kentucky. But again, they found ways to win. They're not going to put the game in harm's way. They know that they're good enough at the line of scrimmage, and they're good enough in all aspects of their team that they'll just be patient and take advantage of opportunities as they come. Ohio State struggled defensively against Maryland, but they found their way to win. It's going to be an interesting matchup this week, Ohio State-Michigan. You got the physical style of Michigan, and Blake Corm needs to be healthy, or I don't think they can do it well enough to be effective. I don't think they can pull this game off on the road without Blake Corum playing and playing well. Making plays in the passing game is not something that Michigan has been real successful with. Um, Iowa looked like they're going to represent the West. What was that? North Carolina. Now, there's another example. North Carolina steamrolled everybody. They have been elite offensively the entire year. Georgia Tech, not a great defensive team, but played pretty well. What could North Carolina do to win the game? Nay, nothing. Couldn't get it done. Just the way it was. Probably the most intriguing example of that, and they're still in a position to make the playoffs, is USC. USC, um, big winners this week, winning a shootout game against UCLA. No, they are not good defensively. They are struggling in that regard. No question about that. But they're scoring enough points, and they're getting to this point. Now, can they get by Notre Dame? Not sure. Can they get by... Looks like it's going to be Oregon. Not completely done yet in the Pac-12. Uh, can they get that done? Not sure that they can. But if they get into the national playoffs, they're going to struggle because they're not good enough defensively. We've seen that with Lincoln Raleigh teams before. And I think this USC team is even more dependent on their offense and their quarterback, who may be the leading contender for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, Caleb Williams has been outstanding. So they're the big winner. Um, no question that what Lincoln has done with this offense and getting this team to play really well um, without a defense, they've done a good job of maximizing now maximizing what they can do well and using the players that they have. That's really good coaching. Now, going forward, is Lincoln going to be able to build a roster that's going to be more competitive defensively? He didn't do that at Oklahoma, and you're certainly capable of doing that at Oklahoma, and he didn't. So we'll see what he, he does going forward. I think that's going to be interesting. And, and on the other on the other side, with Tennessee being the big loser of the week, um, they were, again, in a position to backdoor their way into the college football playoffs with, without having to play a tough schedule, but then losing to a really bad team. Now they're going to be without Hendon Hooker. And Joe Milton, who can throw the football through a car wash and not get the ball wet, they're playing a hyped-up, energized, two wins in the SEC in a row – Vanderbilt team that you don't know what's going to happen there. Um, so very interesting there. So North Carolina, another big loser there this week. How about UCF? What was that? I mean, gosh, a mighty Gus Malzahn. Navy getting a 17-14 win. You get the big win over Tulane, and now you basically just throw it all away. And Iowa, how about them again? Boy, they just are Iowa, don't they? They'll just go about their business. 
and they just they, it's an abomination what they're doing offense. It makes your eyes bleed. They're bad. But you know what? They're just not good on offense, but it's not hurting them enough, and they're likely going to win. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The West of the Big Ten, and I don't see them beating Michigan or Ohio State, whomever they play. But, boy. They get who they are, and they know who they are. Clemson controlling the game against Miami was expected. Notre Dame dominating BC. Clemson, are they still in it? They've got South Carolina. Look for South Carolina to take a step back this week, you know, after the big performance. But we'll see. Clemson, do they have an outside shot of making it? Don't look like one of the four best teams. But, again, things can happen. Does TCU lose down the stretch? Does USC lose? It opens up the door. A lot of things still at play here. Kansas State's a team to watch. Folks, I'm telling you, they they look different than they did in the early part of the year, and they look good in the early part of the year. Will Howard's given them a passing attack that's really challenging. I like them to win the Big 12 championship game. How about Brent Venables getting it done against McCurical, Oklahoma State? My goodness, what an up-and-down season that's been. What a collapse it's been for the Cowboys. Big win for Oklahoma, though. It just it just keeps them on top of being, hey, we're big brother and we're still better than you type. Look, they've got a lot of work to do. But that was a big win for them. Going to a bowl game, being successful, that, that's, that's all needed for this Oklahoma team at this point. Um, Texas dominating Kansas was impressive. Um, over in the Big Ten, I mentioned Ohio State. I mentioned Michigan. Um, Penn State, Purdue beating Northwestern. Wisconsin uh, looks like they are definitely moving towards hiring Jim Leonard as head coach. More on that in a second. Over in the Pac-12, again, Washington's performance, very uh, excuse me, Oregon's performance this past weekend. Um, like over Utah, it's likely going to get them into the conference championship game. And we'll see on the neutral field how that's going to play out. Uh, LSU getting it done against UAB. They've got a tricky game against a and I know everyone's writing it off. It's a game they should win, of course, but getting ready, taking care of business, and going ahead and get, giving their shot. They've got a shot if they beat Georgia. They now, the path has been cleared with Tennessee out of the way, so there won't be any controversy there. Oklahoma, excuse me, Ole Miss, rather. Uh, what a 
what a disappointing performance against Arkansas. People will throw it off as well. Lane Kiffin's been negotiating with Auburn and this and that. Now, Jimmy Sexton deals with those type of stuff. Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin put a lot of focus on the Alabama game. And I think the team reflected its play. Um, I, the rumors itself, it's just that's something that I think that's that runs across fan message boards. But it's more about that team did not put the energy that it needed to put. And they likely are going to put up against the rival game in the, on Thanksgiving Day against Mississippi State. Arkansas played an outstanding game and really good job there. Uh, Vanderbilt, how about them winning two weeks in a row? Folks, what team are you going to have each and every week? I mean, you're Florida, and you just trout South Carolina. You're feeling yourself a little bit. You're not prepared for Vanderbilt. You're looking ahead to Florida State. Okay, there you go. Vanderbilt takes care of business. So South Carolina, you get embarrassed last week against Florida. You show up this week, right, against uh, against Tennessee. Let's see what you got against Clemson. It's 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 college football in its beauty, in its flawed nature, but going to be interesting. Hey, Cincinnati Tulane is going to be outstanding this week. A lot to be determined. Obviously, with the rankings coming out, we're going to see how this plays out. I'll tell you that. I think the teams, you know, are, are Georgia, the winner of the Big Ten championship. I think TCU, um, I think that USC is in if they win out. TCU is in if they win out. But if they both lose and LSU loses, then we're we're lacking a team. You know, assuming it's Georgia, the Big Ten champion, we'll just for the sake of argument say it's Ohio State. Um, then, you know, you got two teams. Then what does that put a – um, a Big Ten loser, well, Ohio State, Michigan loser that put them back in the mix, um, you know, to put Clemson in the mix. going to be real interesting to see. I think there's still some football left. We're going to have to see where the rankings are, and I think you're going to get a feel for where the committee sees those teams going into conference championships. But I will caution you to remember, folks, none of this is reflective of who's won their conference championship because no one has done that. So remember that it is very likely, depending upon the ratings coming out of this weekend, that the conference champion is likely to jump a non-conference champion that's rated ahead of them because you're not a conference champion yet. Um, Clemson, for example, was hurt by the fact that North Carolina lost because that weakens their, their case a little bit. But you don't know what the conference champion. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's going to look like compared to a non-conference championship. So if you're a, an Alabama fan and you're, you're thinking there's a chance and what have you, remember that where you ranked is going to be probably a little bit higher than you will be ranked once a team that wins a conference championship game. Just something to keep in mind. 
Uh, obviously, the huge matchup this weekend. Look, I think we start off on Thanksgiving with Mississippi State in Ole Miss. This doesn't have a whole lot at stake because both teams are going to bowl games and both teams have had, I think, well, disappointing finishes, uh, adequate seasons. This game matters. It matters a lot. It's going to be a negative for Lane Kiffin if he loses it because he's had success. It's going to be just as big, if not bigger negative for Mike Leach if he still can't beat Ole Miss because then it becomes a bigger loss. These games count more than just one game. They mean an awful lot to the alumni. Baylor, Texas is interesting. Hey, Baylor wins on the road, then Kansas State, that game won't mean they need to win it to get into the conference championship. Tulane Cincinnati's intriguing is we're still talking about who's going to be the highest ranked group of five team and who's going to <clears throat> go to the AAC championship game. Uh, got some other good rivalries that, that don't have a lot of big meaning, but, you know, Missouri's trying to get bowl eligible. Um, Iowa's trying to finish off Nebraska. Uh, Florida, Florida State, big for Florida State. They, they go 9-3 and three and and maybe go ahead and have a 10-win season with a bowl win. That's big-time progress for Mike Norvell and the Seminoles. Thought this was going to be a bigger game because I thought Florida would be coming off a win against Vanderbilt, and they'd be trying to get 8-4 and four and kind of, own positive spin for the rest of their season. But now they're going to try to play spoiler in this matchup. Georgia won't have the type of challenge that, that North Carolina had against Georgia Tech. Michigan, Ohio State, enough said, we're going to break down that game in great detail every which way um, you can. But it's about the speed and the explosive nature of Ohio State versus the Michigan power line of scrimmage play. Again, White Coram's availability and get the running game going. That's going to be the key. It's a contrast in styles, folks. If Michigan can make this game a phone booth game, they've got a good chance. If this game becomes an explosive play from behind Michigan, don't think they can win that type of game. Can South Carolina have anything left against Clemson? Auburn, Alabama, the Iron Bowl. Oh, it Still means something. I mean, Alabama may think, hey, just win. You never know what could happen. And how big is it for Cadillac Williams and Auburn? This game is going to be quite interesting. Minnesota, Wisconsin, intriguing. TCU hosting Iowa State. Again, TCU much at stake. Iowa State's the best defense in the Big 12. Um, and not a bad team. Don't have enough offense, though. But, again, you see that sometimes. And just – Let's go back to what I said and would have said last week. South Carolina doesn't have an offense to beat Tennessee, and there you go. So that's why you play them. AM, they play LSU a lot like they play Alabama. They have a little something extra. That's kind of big there. And so expect whatever AM's got to the best of their abilities, maybe to give LSU a little bit of a scare here. We'll see. USC Notre Dame, uh, next to. Um, Michigan, Ohio State, biggest game of the weekend, no doubt about it. Can USA continue their magical run? Kansas, Kansas State, uh, Oregon, Oregon State, um, Apple Cup, all sorts of intriguing games. But another thing's going to be intriguing to watch this week is we're going to see um, some movement and, and some crystallization of a lot of the coaching searches have done some um, consulting with some of the programs with opening, openings of folks. They don't 
tell me what they're going to do and say, shh, if I know something that is privileged information, I, I couldn't talk about it. So it wouldn't be any good to have it. I, I can certainly kind of have a feeling here or there, but evaluating coaches doesn't mean to, that I'm asked. It doesn't tell you necessarily who they're going to hire. But I think we're going to start to see some movement. Arizona State, Auburn, Colorado, Nebraska has been open for a few weeks. I think Wisconsin, as I mentioned, is close to they're going to likely get a deal done with Jim Leonard and announce that pretty quickly. Look, Auburn's situation will likely have some information. Maybe it'll be leaked out over the weekend. I'm curious to see how this will handle. Follow me here. So I don't know what's going to come of it with Lane Kiffin. They play on Thanksgiving night. As that game is played and is finished, that's going to be where if Lane's going to take it, then he's going to take it. Are they going to be able to keep it under wraps? Does Auburn want to keep it under wraps? Are they fearful that if Cadillac Williams pulls the upset, that they may be more pressure internally and externally to make that move. They don't want to make that move. They don't think that's the right move. But if they if something leaks out, then it could kind of ruin that moment for Auburn and their chances in the Iron Bowl. But if they keep it under wraps and he wins, it could create some problems. And I'm not saying that Lane's going to take it. I'm not 100% sure that that's where they're going to go. Here's where things are with Lane and Auburn's situation. He wants Jimmy Sexton working for him, wants the long-term, I'm just going to call it the Jimbo Fitcher treatment, the long-term guaranteed deal. That's the one, he can get that at, at, at Auburn, not at Ole Miss, where there's going to be limited on the length of deal he can get. But they, there's a workaround with that. But look, it's, it is clearly a situation where he feels he can win more at Auburn than he can at Ole Miss. But what's going to come with it is a lot of financial commitment, not just with NIL, staff, but he's going to want long-term money that if things go bad, he wants protection like uh, the others have had and even more so. If I'm going to go into that mix, I get it. Hey, uh, uh, Gus Malzahn got paid $40 million to leave. I'm not going through that mess unless I'm guaranteed 10 million a year for 10 years. And so if you want to run me out for four years, it's going to cost you 60 million or 70, whatever the case may be. That's what he wants. Does Auburn want to do that? Do they feel he's worth doing that? Or do they feel like there's another option that may be almost as good? And do they want to do that considering the pan off Ryan Harson and his staff? They're going to be paying off uh, Gus Malzahn for a while. Um, that's, going to be a challenge they have to make that decision and whether he's worth it it's not that they can't afford it but do they want to offer that to him it's going to be interesting to see we know he's got a sweetened offer from Ole Miss that's how the game is played folks so we'll see Arizona State has been coaching church has been a mess I'm not sure where that is in terms of um, Kenny Dillingham I think that's still a strong possibility there, but I think they've got some more work to do. They're a little bit behind uh, things there. Georgia Tech, 
Look, Coastal Carolina's Jamie Chadwell is is a favorite. Uh, Mike Houston of East Carolina is a favorite, and he's getting a lot of steam. Brent Key, I think, is to be at least considered, but I don't know how strongly. Colorado, Nebraska. Look, the Matt Rule stuff with Nebraska. I look. Let, let me explain something that I think. My sense with Matt Rule is that he's not interested in any of these jobs right now, um, and he's not interested in Nebraska. He's not interested in all. But when you, if you're in Nebraska and you throw the name out that Matt Rule's interested and yada, then it makes it look like it, it, it puts a window dressing in the opening. Like, man, a guy like Matt Rule is interested and this guy might be interested. It, it gives an appearance and it helps you with a little bit of leverage. So if you're sitting there and you've got another coach that you like that, you know Matt Rule's not coming, but the public still thinks that it might be a possibility. Then maybe the other coach that you're doing a deal with, maybe you can get a little bit more of a favorable contract, favorable for your school with the other candidate because he thinks that, well, they have Matt Rule as an option, potentially. And then if the coach's name is out there, the coach likes it because it helps him get leverage with the school that he's currently at. Matt Rule's case, he's going to take his time and, and sort through things. Let's watch Lance Leopold. As I, as I said, I think Jim Leonard's going to get the Wisconsin job. Lance would be the guy that would go to if Jim didn't have it. I think Lance is in play at Nebraska. Uh, I know Jeff Munkin has been mentioned a little bit. We shall see. Let's keep an eye out on West Virginia. Um, it is um, going to be difficult. Shane Lyons, the athletic director at West Virginia, has been fired, was forced out of office last week. It's not a good look. It's likely not going to be a good finish. And I think he's on track to being removed from his job. That's likely going to come um, at some point this week, at the end of this week. We'll we'll see how this plays out. So a lot more still to be done. I'm trying to think what else. Colorado, uh, I think Ryan Walters is in position. We'll see after Illinois' game against Northwestern how things will float out there as the West is still uh, – up in the air. So those are some of the thoughts. Hey, a reminder again um, to check out the Landry Football Podcast uh, Network. Subscribe, like, and share where you can get all of our football content. Check out LandryFootball.com where you can get uh, inside information, football analysis, coaching, and scouting analysis uh, over um, at uh, LandryFootball.com. And be sure to not only catch this show, but all the other independent college football podcast uh, on the big game football streaming network. The great folks at um, the big game podcast network, bringing you all these shows and look, they are growing and developing and it's going to get even bigger and better as the year goes along. And as we get into next season. So you want to check out the big game um, football streaming network where you can get all of the local independent shows. Hey folks, we're going to be, breaking down all the games for you in detail over at LandryFootball.com this week, also on the Landry Football Podcast Network. So check us out there. Uh, also, um, a, a reminder, we'll get the breakdowns more detail at LandryFootball.com. So we got you covered. Big weekend. Um, it's, I think, the most enjoyable weekend uh, in the uh, of the season. Uh, it's the last weekend where we're going to know where we're headed in terms of the playoffs. So, We'll break it down for you, so make sure that you keep it right here. Appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you next time, everybody.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.